And we're live with Be Green with Amy. Greetings, everyone. Welcome to Be Green with Amy. I'm Amy. After adopting a whole food plant-based lifestyle, my hubby Rick and I lost over 130 pounds. Now I coach others on their plant-based journey. Just has voice. Let's welcome our guest. Sharm Ridley is in her early 60s. She takes no medicines and is a living testament to the power of plants. Please click like to help Be Green with Amy. Welcome, Sharm Ridley. Greetings, green warriors, and a warm welcome back to the incredible Sharm Ridley. <laughs> Hello there, Charm. Hey, how are you? Thank you so much for having me back. Oh, I just love having you here today. I'm so excited. We had had you two times before. Charm, today, she is going to tantalize our taste buds with her Atlanta Creole-inspired whole food, plant-based culinary expertise, and Charm, we're just so excited to explore this unique fusion of flavors with you. And as I mentioned, you've been on two times before. This is your third time on Be Green with Amy Live. And Charm shared delicious recipes and her inspirational journey of overcoming a host of health issues after adopting a plant-based diet. And I'm going to put a link to those previous shows in the comments. And because the story was just wonderful. And, you know, people talk about adopting this lifestyle and they say, oh, all you do is eat uh, carrots and celery <laughs> or whatever. And and that's far from the truth. And if you, you're never going to be bored, especially when you meet someone like Charm, who brings a totally different kick to, to the plant-based world and these recipes. Yeah, so today... Charm had told me in advance, and we're going to have a link to the, all the recipes in the show notes with all the measurements, so you don't have to worry about any of that. But she said, I'm going to make some southern smothered potatoes. So I said, oh, that's good. And she said, you know, I think I'm going to make some seasoned air fried potatoes too. And I said, that's great. And she said, and some spicy potato and broccoli soup. You know, and I was like, that's fantastic, you know. and then. You had another recipe, which was the spicy mushroom and potato soup. And then she said, and if we have time, maybe I'll make some green beans and instant pot potatoes. <laughs> and now this is what you have to see, Green Warriors. You can make a lot of food and it doesn't take a lot of time and it still can be delicious and it can be healthy and it can be satisfying. And I love having talented people like Charm on the show because not only does she invent these recipes, so what she's done is she's taken recipes that she enjoyed before going plant-based and she's changed them over so that they're healthy, but she's also going to give us some tips and tricks in the kitchen to make our lives a little easier. Right, Charm? Yeah. So um, let me just hang on a second. We're going to, there you go. So go ahead. What? All right. So what I wanted to tell everyone is that if you have two things done ahead of time, like I cooked all of these potatoes in my instant pot. Uh, you can also bake them if you don't have an instant pot. But the neat thing about cooking them ahead of time is twofold. Number one, it turns into kind of like a resistant starch once you've started eating them after they've already been cooled. Um, but also it makes for a quick meal. And so there are two things that I do ahead of time. I do the pot, instant pot potatoes. And then you'll notice here, I put a whole bunch of, this is my mirepoix, um, which is all of the seasoning vegetables that I use. And I think you can see that better. Um, no, I don't, you don't have that uh, camera on yet. But I, I cook up a whole bunch of this and then put it in my freezer so that I'll always have them. Oh, there it is so that I'll always have them available. Look how beautiful. Oh. And so this is enough to make dishes for, um, for a while. And so I take and I put these in my freezer and whenever I wanna make a dish, cause I start most of my dishes the same way, 
the um, with the onions, bell pepper, celery, and carrots, and then just go from there. And so are you ready for me to go on and get started with the first dish? Yeah, well, what I'm going to do, though, is I'm going to just play our game of true or false just really quick. It's time for true or false on Be Green with Amy Live. Answer true or false to Amy's questions in the comments below, and Amy will ask our guest for the expert answer. Okay, Green Warriors, mise en place is a French culinary term that translates to everything in its place, true or false. We kind of talked about it a little bit, but we had some people just pop in, so they may not have heard everything. Go ahead, Charm. Tell us about that. Uh, well, that is true. And that, that's actually where you chop up everything ahead of time. This first meal of the first dish, I actually chopped up my bell pe my peppers, my onions, my celery. Um, and then when I make the green beans and potatoes, that's already done. Same thing. I've got, I'll measure out the little things that I need so that, I'm going to be making four dishes. Now that everything's all measured out, it just goes very, very quickly. Okay. And then the, the next one that we have, and then we'll let you get start, start cooking. And that is mirepoix is a combination of onions, bell peppers, and celery. True or false? Okay, Green Warriors, type in your guesses. All right, Charm, tell us about and some people may say false because they're used to mirepoix having carrots in them. As a Louisiana girl, ours, we called it Trinity, the onions, bell pepper, and celery. But across the United States, mirepoix is typically onions, bell pepper, and carrots. But as a Louisiana girl, I do all four, onions, bell pepper, carrots, and celery. And this is what I just showed you a second ago. I made mirepoix ahead of time. But I'm gonna show you all how to do this with no oil right now well that this is so exciting and we have two camera views so we're actually going to be able to see what you're going to be putting in your pot as you go along and you did mention instant pot potatoes and in in the recipe link that i'm going to be providing for everybody if you don't know how to make potatoes in the instant pot i have a recipe from charm telling you exactly how to do just potatoes in an instant pot which is always good because you can never have it <laughs> <laughs> okay so and like i said everybody the recipe is going to be in the show notes so go ahead charm okay you can go on and, and make the stove one uh prominent yes, because that's where i'm going to be standing okay. so i've already heat uh this skillet right here um with that we're gonna and it's good to, it's important to have it nice and hot when you first get started so how, do you, I am how, going to, how can you tell if it's hot enough what there's a there's a way to do it by adding um, water and a little ball will fall around in there. But I've already heated up enough. I'm ready to get started now. But other, just let it heat up for about four to five minutes. Okay, four to five and so I'm going to throw in my onions and you can hear the sizzle. And I throw in my bell pepper. And this is just a variety of different colors because we always like to have all of those colors. And then here's the celery. And this particular uh, dish, I do not use carrot. So that's why I wanted to demonstrate this one because my other ones are, have the carrots already mixed in. So now I'm gonna turn this down. And if you can smell the kitchen, it smells wonderful. I love smelling mirepoix. This takes about maybe five minutes or so. I just keep stirring it around. And we're going to do that until the onions are translucent. So while I'm doing that, that's going to take just a minute or two. I want to go on and switch it back over and I'm going to cut the potatoes that I need for this particular one. So I'm in the front view again. So with this particular dish, uh oh, something just fell over there. It's fine. Um, with this particular dish, um, I'm going to cut up about 
three, maybe four potatoes. And those are those those are not cooked. These have already been cooked. Okay. These are and that's what's neat about them is when you put them in the refrigerator, they get nice and firm, and that resistance uh, starch forms, and it's really really cool to uh, have something already ready for when you're ready to cook them. So this is these are all of the potatoes that I'm going to use in this one. I'm going to put those off to the side for right. And you know what? I'll cut those up in just a second. I'm going to use these potatoes while we're waiting for this to get ready. Because that's going to take a little minute or two. I'll tell you when to go back to that. Let's get these air fried potatoes on, shall we? So what I do with the air fried potatoes, same thing, same chunks. See, I made these chunks. I'm going to take them. I'm going to put them in my bowl. And that's what you call doing a couple of things at once. See, I would have to have some extra ones so that I could eat them. <laughs> because even when potatoes are cooked in cold, even when they're chilled, they still are delicious. Yeah, they are. Just, just they like are. that without anything on them. Yeah, quite delicious. So what I've done, as you can see, I'll put the Instant Pot potatoes cut up in there. And then I take just a little bit of broth. You can use water. And what that does is it wets them up just a little bit. So I'm gonna shake that. And what that little bit of liquid does is it makes it so that the seasoning will stick to it. Right there. So I have a number of different things in here. I have my onion powder, garlic powder, Tony Sashery's, uh, and nutritional yeast. I'm gonna sprinkle that in there. I need to remember Tony Sashery's makes me sneeze sometimes. <laughs> yeah, that cayenne pepper. Love it, love it, love it. But man, it does a job on me sometimes. And then, I don't know if you can see that here. It has coated every single one. Oh, look at that. Yes. And so now, I'm going to take that, this. That take it, put it in. Let me stir this for a second. It's doing its thing, doing its thing. All right. And I'm going to take and these things. And you don't have any oil in there. And no oil not, at all. When sticky. I need to put a little liquid, I'm going to let you know so that you can okay. show them that. But I'm going to pop this in there. Now, if you'll turn on that other one, I want them to see what this looks like. Oh. See right there? They're oh. all coated with the seasoning and with the nutritional yeast. Now I'm going to go back to the front. Those are going to be so... Yeah. Pop this in here real simple. I'm going to air fry it. And I'm going to air fry these for about maybe eight minutes. And then start. So they're going to do their thing. Don't have to worry about those for a little while. So if we'll go back over here. Very nice. So they have not started sticking yet because this is a really nice stainless steel heavy bottom skillet. I always tell people use a heavy bottom skillet. But if it does start to stick just a little bit, then what we'll do is add a little broth, just a little, and that will help to deglaze de the skillet. Now, before I put potatoes in, because remember the potatoes are completely cooked, they're just cold. So what I'm gonna do now is grab my seasonings. And it has the, um, all of the seasonings are written in the recipes. I'm gonna, going to kind of toast that for about a minute. And I believe it's just um, Tony Sachery's onion powder, garlic powder, and some smoked paprika. The reason I use smoked paprika in my green beans and potatoes is that a lot of times when people make green beans and potatoes, they're made with some type of a meat um, and to give it like a smoky flavor. So I use smoked paprika to offer that flavor. 
And so the next thing I'm going to do is put in my green beans. These were frozen green beans. I set them out for a little while. Throw that on top. And those of you from southern states, you have heard of green beans and potatoes. But the first thing we need to do is to cook the green beans. So what I'm doing now is I'm sort of putting everything in here where the green beans are getting all that seasoning all over them. Okay. Perfect. Now what I need to do is to cook these green beans for a little bit before putting in the potatoes. So I'm going to put a little bit of broth in there. And I'm going to move this over. That's my air fryer telling me that it's been uh, warmed. So I'm going to put this back here. That's the wrong one. And then I'm going to put the top on it. Thanks. No oil. Great way to make seasoning stick. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So that's going to do its thing for a little while. Well, while I go on to the next one, the uh, air fried potato chunks are already on their way. And the next thing I need to do is get started with the next dish. This one's going to be the smothered potatoes. So I'm going to go on and put this skillet on. You can go on and turn it back on here. And I'm going to show you from beginning to end how I handle this. So <clears throat> there's no need for me to have a super hot skillet because remember, I've already cooked my mirepoix. I've already have a bunch of this already cooked. And if you have this done and the potatoes are done, your dishes are almost there. So I'm going to put this back in the refrigerator. Yeah. Okay, so this is a smothered potatoes now. So the first thing I'm going to do, as always, is start with my mirepoix, but it's already done. See right there? Already cooked it. Have you ever made those ahead of time and then frozen them? Yes, I do it all the time. So you have a whole bunch of little ones yes. ready to go. Yes, that's exactly. And, and that's how I actually plan most of my cooking. I'll cook probably two or three times a month. I cook on weekends and I cook up a bunch of stuff and I'll put them up in my this tall freezer I have over here. And all I need to do is decide on what I want to have at any given day and it's all there ready for me. It's pretty neat. Okay, so <clears throat> what I've done here is I've already put my, um, my mirepoix waiting for that to start heating up. And then I will go on to the next step, which is to add the garlic. I only let the garlic sit here for about a minute because you don't ever want to burn garlic. And you notice with my mirepoix, I don't add the garlic. Right. I add so the garlic when I'm cooking it. Uh-huh. Yeah, so you're basically doing that towards the end. Yes. Yeah, once I finish with the mirepoix, which this is already done, I add in the garlic. And let that get to the bottom of there just a second. Now I'm going to add in the seasonings. Very good. This is an easy, easy dish. Okay, now I'm going to come back here to the front. And what potatoes do I want to use for this one? I'm going to very quickly, same thing, cut up some potatoes. See, they're already cooked, right? That's beautiful. And these are smothered potatoes. When we say smother, that's actually a cooking technique um, where you, you, you uh, scorch it a little bit, put a little liquid in it, put a top on it. But these are actually going to be smothered with stuff. And I'll show you what I mean by that in just a second. Okay, so I have the potatoes ready that I want to use for that. Let's go back up here to the top. 
You notice how it's sort of sticking down there just a little bit? I'm going to yes. add a little bit of liquid just to deglaze. And with that, I am going to add my cauliflower, my broccoli, and my peas. So see, I'm actually smothering these potatoes with stuff. Makes for a, a complete meal. And you notice what I always do. I try to get all of the seasonings and everything incorporated in there. Very nice. And then on top of that, I am going to throw the potatoes. This is the point where you can add a little bit more seasoning if you need it. You can sort of taste after you stir everything together. You can taste the potatoes and see if it has enough seasoning. And I need more liquid now because now the magic happens when parts of the potato breaks off and gets onto everything that's in there. I'll put that there. Are you lowering it or what are you doing with the heat? With the what? You adjusting the heat at all? Yes, yes, I'm adjusting the heat. I had it turned uh, to medium, now I'm turning it down just a little bit. Trying to see how much liquid I want to put in here before I put it off to the side. I'm put a little bit more liquid. And the, um, the directions explain how to use the liquid in there. But you notice there's a little liquid at the bottom now. Yeah. And what that's going to do is it's going to form a little potato film over everything. And this is a little trick that I use. I have right here a little bitty masher. And I like to mash a few of those potatoes in there. Oh. So and it's okay to get textures. a few. Yeah, it's okay to get a few peas in it too. And what that's going to do is it's going to form this gravy-like potato thing. You can peel the potatoes, obviously, but I just leave the peelings on. And they're better, it's better for you, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Much, much better for those you. Those peels. Mm -hmm. And when they're cooked like that, they just kind of melt away. They don't yes. just really too tough to. Not too bad. Yeah. Okay. And so the last thing that I'm going to add in here is the nutritional yeast. Give it a nice little flavor. This is where you can determine if you need any more liquid. But with smothered potatoes, you don't want them liquidy. It's not a soup. It's a side dish. Mm. Oh, it smells so good. Doesn't that look good? <laughs> it looks good, I tell you. Yes. So these are our smothered potatoes. While that's going, I'm just going to peek in at these green beans for a second. Oh, look, they are cooking. I don't know if you can see this Can you this move one. them over to the burner in front of the smothered potatoes and then we can see them? Yes. Wow. This is what the green beans look like, but we're not finished yet. Everything so is so colorful. Yes. We're going to put that back over there and we'll finish up with these. Oh, nice. And what I do when I'm making several dishes at home is I will take this and I'll pop it in the oven to keep it warm while I'm fixing everything else. But I want you to take a look at these smothered potatoes. Oh. I think it's trying to say those potatoes are almost done, but look at this. Ooh. Smothered potatoes. Ah. So I'm going to take these. I'm going to move them over. Put these here. And then I'm just going to put a top on it because those smothered potatoes are done. Now, if you'll turn it back to the front view, we have our green beans. I'm right back at the front view right here. And you see how easy it is just to cut these potatoes up <laughs> because they have already been cooked. 
So you got someone who's coming over and they're going to bring their family and you have one hour to cook food. Oh my goodness. Just have some instant pot potatoes ready. And it's there for you. Okay, I'm going back over to the stove. Now I'm going to take these potatoes, drop them in there. And then I'm going to do the same thing as far as that liquid is concerned. Nice. Okay, I'm going to put a little bit of liquid in here because that's the thing about when you're cooking with instant pot or any kind of potatoes. You want to leave enough liquid at the bottom where those potatoes form a little film that goes over all that food. And I also like to do the same thing with this. I'll take a fork, mash a few of them because I just threw my, my masher in the, the sink. But this typically I'll let it sit for a little while and just cook. I'm going to turn that fire down. Let that do what it needs to do for a minute or two. Um, let me grab the top. Let that smother. And let's go back to the front. Let's take a look at these instant pots. These are the um, air fried potatoes. We need, oh my goodness gracious. Oh. Can you see those? Yeah, if you put it over the stove, it'd probably be better. Yes, look at that. Ooh. Look how yeah. crispy. And the, the key to this is to wet them either with water or with some type of vegetable broth to let the nutritional yeast and the seasoning catch a hold of it. And here we go. So they are all done. I'm gonna put a few of those in here. And we'll take a look at everything once we're finished. Okay. And so now we have the smothered potatoes, which are finished. Let me pull those over. And I'm going to put some of those in a bowl. Oh. I'm ready for some of this right now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how you can, how you restrain yourself. Look at that. <laughs> and with all of them, you can add the extra cayenne if you want. I like it, but you don't have to if you don't like too much heat. Okay. And so that's our second dish. We have smothered potatoes. And so I'm going to take this and move it so that I can let the uh, green beans and potatoes cook for a little bit. Move that back over and let's grab that big old pot. Where are you? Come here. And with this as well, we are going to do what? Throw in our mirepoix. See, it's already been prepared. So we don't have to worry about, oh, I don't have 10 minutes to make the mirepoix. There we go. And then with that, I'm going to go in and put in the garlic. There we go. So that's about to do what it needs to do. While it is, I'm going to check on. Now, depending on how you like your green beans cooked, this could be done. Some people like their green beans cooked a little bit more, in which case put a little bit more water in there or uh, uh, broth. Just let that cook down for a little bit. And I think that's actually what I'm going to do with mine. I'm going to let that cook down just a little bit. That's why I have that. Um, I have a certain amount of broth, but you use what you need. Leave that back there. Let that cook for a minute or two. I'd say maybe about five five to 10 minutes. And now we're gonna concentrate on this soup. I want y'all to see how fast this soup comes together. So we always start off with what we have here. 
I hear it sizzling and doing its thing. So the next thing I need to do is to drop in all of the seasonings. Let that toast a little bit. Yeah, that's something that you're not, you feel you're not doing oil, but you're toasting seasonings. Oftentimes in Indian cooking, they'll say you have to toast the seasonings and oil. Yes. And you're showing that you don't need the oil to toast the yep. seasonings. Exactly. And I actually smell those seasonings coming together. I only do that for about a minute. And now what I'm going to do, and this is so cool and so easy. I'm going to take about three cups of water or broth. I use broth. Pour them in there. Okay. Because remember, we're making soup now. Let that boil. And while it's doing it, my broccoli is going to be cooking. Because remember, this was frozen broccoli. I'll let it sit for a little bit. So this is when I actually cook the broccoli. I turn this up on high. And let that do what it needs to do. And if you'll turn it back to the front, I need to cut some more potatoes. This is wonderful. Yes. We have some more potatoes here, so I'm going to grab some more. And with my soup, I like to cut the potatoes a little smaller. And I typically only cook the soup as much as I'm going to eat in a couple of days because there's one thing about potatoes you you don't want to freeze cooked potatoes they they don't freeze very well I've done the potato soup without chunks and it was okay but yeah potatoes there's something about potatoes they have this little watery consistency when they're frozen so after you batch cook your uh potatoes in the instant pot which yes. will have a recipe for how to do that in the show notes. How do you store those cooked potatoes in the refrigerator until you're ready to use them? Right here. Just in that colander. I just put it in the colander. What I do is I take it out of the instant pot and um, let them cool on parchment paper on the counter. And then once they're cooled, I put them in my colander and they live in the refrigerator for two or three days as long as they will last. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> because I tell you, if that was in my refrigerator, I'd be walking by saying, maybe I might have a little potato cold. I do this often. Oh, so good. They are. Okay, so we're back to the, the front, and there are two a couple of little secret things that I do here. So it's starting to boil. The first thing that I do is I go in and get my nutritional yeast in there. And then I put in potato flakes. There's a particular brand. I think Bob's Red Mill is the one I use. It's nothing but potatoes. I use the one that has no other ingredients but potatoes. So I put those flakes in there. And this is what makes my soup a little thick. Some people like the soup more watery. If that's the case, add more liquid. And then from there... I'm going to put in my potatoes. And this is a much bigger pot, so I think I am going to a little bit more liquid. So it's up to you how you want your soup. I like a thick soup. Some people may like it a little bit thinner. Ah, that's a good one. This is a good time to taste it and make sure that you have everything in it that you want. And I'm going to let that cook for a minute. I think any on it. is a good time to taste. I know. <laughs> this is a perfect time to taste. I tell you, while I'm cooking, the whole while is a perfect time to taste. <laughs> All right. I'm about to go back to these green beans and potatoes. I'm going to move these on over here. Move this back here. 
So you don't you don't even need like a professional kitchen. You just no. at home and you can do all these great dishes. Yes. And look at this. Oh. Here's my green beans and potatoes. Another great side. And that's what I tell people who say I'm the only one who eats this way. I tell them, tell your tell them it's sides. You're making sides. And then when everyone eats, you're eating from the sides. <laughs> this is so easy yeah. to do. Okay, so I'm gonna go on and put some of those in here. Oh. Now, if I were home alone doing this, they, they will all be piled up in a plate. Thank yep. you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And so here is, um, these are the green beans and potatoes. Mm. Here are the smothered potatoes. Oh here God. are the air fried potato chunks. Look at that. Mm. that and then... We have one more thing to share. There you are. It's all ready. Wow. Warriors, tell us in the comments, what do you think about these recipes that you're watching? And which one do you think you want to try to make? Or yeah. And as you can see, I have a very small kitchen, but it is working. So if I were to do this, see, look right here. If you like your broccoli cooked more, cook it longer. If you like, you know, it to be thicker, if you cook it longer, it will get thicker. But look at that beautiful soup. There is the soup. Very nice. Yeah, just hold it over the pot, the other pan. This way it's centered. Ah, nice. Look at beautiful. that. Oh. So again, we have the soup. This is uh, potato and broccoli soup and add as much, you know, I use, I used to put extra cayenne in mine. Here are the green beans and potatoes. Yum. Here are the smothered potatoes. One of my favorites. Oh, oh. To there. your right. Yeah. There we go. Smothered potatoes and air fried potato chunks. Mm. And all of that was done in less than an hour. All right. Yep, you just make it look so easy. And if everybody, you know, does what you. If I didn't if everybody does like you say with all the tips that you showed, then that's all they really need to do. Yes. <laughs> Oh, my. Oh, my goodness. Joyce Valor said the soup looks amazing. Oh, the soup is delicious. <laughs> and uh, thanks is giving you applause. Wonderful. Yeah. And if you guys want to give applause, you click like, and then people who are looking at this video will know that you enjoyed watching it. And let's see. Oh, Apple a Day said that's a nice deep skillet, and that was before your third yeah, the skillet, yeah. And he wanted to know if you could share a brand name. Um, I, I use uh, uh, Swiss Diamond. Swiss Diamond. Swiss okay. Diamond, uh-huh. All of my skillets right there are Swiss Diamond skillets. The kids, my, my, my children, what do you want for your birthday? Well, I don't have this piece yet, honey. <laughs> <laughs> They're a little pricey, but I love my Swiss Diamond. And, and what I tell people is, what regardless of what kind you do use, it's got to be a heavy bottom pot. The bottom has to have that little extra amount in there. And, um, and I like using stainless steel. Yeah, that's a really good idea for um, making a collection of cookware. All you do is just every holiday, you yep. have somebody to give you something. And then this way you can make that collection. And I'm sure they're more than happy to do that because <laughs> they know that you're cooking up really good stuff. <laughs> yes, yes. And it's just amazing how quickly all of this comes together. Like I said, we started right at 3 o'clock, and I kept yeah. one, two, three, four dishes in less than 45 minutes. 
That is just so amazing. And and it was because of some of those tips that you uh, have the meal pro ready. Have your meal pro ready and have some instant pot potatoes ready or baked potatoes. You can do the same thing with baked potatoes. And I still have a few left for some snackies later. Mm. <laughs> That's what I, I think you always have to make enough. Yes. <laughs> that they can survive when you're passing by the refrigerator and then they can survive while you're making the food. <laughs> and yes. then, like you said, snackies for later. And said that looks yummy and colorful. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. And you get those colors through your mirepoix. I, yeah. I try to put as many colored vegetables as I can in there. Yeah. Thanks, Sid. Perfect for Thanksgiving. That is so true because you yes. talked about it's all about the sides, basically. All anyway, right? Sides. Yep, all of these are sides and, and someone who's whole food plant. And this tastes good. This mm. doesn't taste bland. Um, and so anyone who's whole food plant-based, they can make all kinds of sides. And the rest of the family can eat the other stuff. But you just pick from the sides, especially if you make it. Yeah, and thanks, said I'm impressed with how fast these dishes are coming together. They look delicious. Yes. Yes, and that's why we love to have Sean on the show because they, she really does a fantastic job of, of planning it out. And these are all professional recipes. And, and when you'll see in the show notes that, they, that I'll have a link for them, but they're all with the measurements and tell you exactly the way that she would like to make it and what you might be able to do and the serving sizes. It's all there for you. And it's, it's just a... And, and, I like this type style of cooking because it's so different from all the other plant-based recipes that we encounter, you know, and, and it's just a nice little change for everything. And it's, of course, you can taste as you're cooking, right? So if you wanted a little more kick to it, you can add a little cayenne. And if yeah. you don't want as much, you know, <laughs> there you go. You just put that in. Absolutely. Yeah. Let me just, I think we have some more uh, comments coming in. Okay, yeah. So we had a question, and let's see. Here we go. Okay, so Jake said, have you encountered any challenges or limitations in terms of dining out or social situations while following a whole food plant-based diet? And how do you navigate those scenarios? Uh, I encounter those issues all the time, all the time. I just got back from a trip to Louisiana uh, with my daughter. We took a road trip. And for the most part, I brought my food with me. Yeah. I uh, brought my air fryer with me and my Hot Logic Mini. But there are times that you have to order in. I don't eat out in restaurants yet because um, uh, I'm, I'm very COVID conscious. But even when we order in, um, you're going to have some oil in your food. When people try to cook for you and they know you're quote unquote vegan, they'll try to cook for you. My response is do the best that you can at whatever given place you are, where you are, just do your best. And then when you have control over everything, then you make it the way you want it to be. That's the best advice I can give. Yeah. So, um, Avery wants to know, what are your simple go-to meals? You just saw four of them. <laughs> I keep Instant Pot potatoes prepared in my refrigerator at all times. When these are gone and all of these dishes are finished, the first thing I do is put some more Instant Pot potatoes on so I can keep them in my refrigerator. Um, and I, I, there's so many things that I do with these in addition to this. I, I, my okra bush gave me so much okra this year. And in my okra stew, I put potatoes in it. As a matter of fact, if you want to say my go-to, it's my okra stew. I love okra. And I make it like, like sort of like a gumbo, like a gravy kind of thing. And I've got so much of it in my freezer, I, I can enjoy it now for at least a month or so. <laughs> And you mentioned the Hot Logic Mini, and I'm yeah. familiar with it, but let's talk about it and you can tell people about it. So yeah. They know how that the, goes. Neat, the neat thing about a Hot Logic Mini is uh, I've got this freezer right here. Not, no, not back there. This freezer on the side of me right here. This is filled with small containers like this of things that I cook. So I have okra in there, I have beans and rice in there, I have 
um, pasta dishes. When I cook, I don't put leftovers in my refrigerator unless it's potatoes. If I know I'm not going to eat it the next day, I put it in these little containers and I put them in there. Then in the morning, when I wake up, I get up and there's this uh, Hot Logic Mini. Uh, I don't have, it's it's over there. I moved everything out of there. So if, if you'll hold on just a second, I'll go get it. Hold on. Okay, that's great. Okay. And what I did was I put a link to that in the comments, so that, and I'll put it in the show notes as well. And this is something that a lot of the plant-based uh, people that love to take food a- around with them have told me that they use, and it's something yes. I'm going to probably put on my holiday list. Because yeah, so here it is right here. Great idea. So let me so just... So this is a Hot Logic Mini. It's pretty much a hot plate is what it is. And four of these little one cup containers will fit in here. You take them from the freezer, put them in here with the top on, zip it up, plug it up. And four hours later, you will have hot food. No need for a microwave. When I was a teacher, I would be sitting down eating my food already while the teachers are lined up at the microwave because I would plug this in first thing in the morning, put my food in and then zip it up and it'll be ready for me in three and a half to four hours. The hot, I discovered the Hot Logic Mini back in 2016, and I use it pretty much every day. Yeah, that's a great, great idea. Um, so let's see, I think I have another question. Oh, let's see. It's coming in on an email. Uh, Janice wanted to know, what do you eat for breakfast? Well, I don't really have what you would call um, foods for meals. So if I wake up in the morning and I have something to the night before that was yummy, that's what I'm having in my first meal. I don't eat a lot of breakfast foods. Um, I have made, uh, pancakes with oat flour before. Um, I, I, potatoes, I eat potatoes for breakfast all the time. My smothered potatoes, typically when I fix smothered potatoes, it doesn't have quite as much stuff in it. Sometimes it's just the onions and the potatoes and, and just the mirepoix. So if I have something made with potatoes in my refrigerator, I'm eating that my first meal. And so it just depends on what time I eat. So to answer your question, breakfast foods, I don't eat them a lot. I just look in my refrigerator, see what I have already from the night before or whatever, and that's what I'll eat for my first meal. Wow, that's a great, and and that's I think that uh, in the United States we're probably the only culture that has to have a quote unquote breakfast instead, of food. right? Yeah. And where mostly all the other cultures around the world they eat vegetables for breakfast. Yeah. yeah. You know, I know that my daughter went to Costa Rica and and did a homestay, so she stayed with a family, and they they had avocados. Yes. And that's what they ate. They ate an avocado or two for breakfast. You know? Yes. Like yes. That. And I, I do. I do make avocado bread of toast. I don't always toast the bread, but I do like I'll make avocado with lime, squeeze a little lime, some cilantro and then put some tofu on top. I eat that a lot. But sometimes I'll eat it late at night. I mean, not late, but for my dinner. But that's a quick one. Just mash up an avocado, put a little cilantro and some lime and lime and some Tony Sashries, mash that up, spread it on my bread. And then I I do my instant pot, I'm sorry, my uh, air fryer tofu. And then I'll put that on top of the bread and just eat it like that. I love that. That's, I love that. (laughs) That sounds really good. So what else do you, I mean, you definitely, what size instant pot do you have? I should ask. I have the regular, like the larger one. Or the eight. All those potatoes that you saw here, I cooked all of those in one sitting. Okay, so do you think that that was the the eight quart or the? I think mine is ten, either eight or ten quart. It's a yeah, it's a a ten quart. That's a larger one. It might might be the eight one, right? But it's the one I use that to make my rice. I use that to make my instant pot potatoes. I even sometimes will heat things up in there. Um, before I got my Hot Logic Mini, where they call it a pot in pot, where I would actually um, put a small contain, uh, a stainless steel container of something frozen in there, 
and then turn it on, but I don't do that anymore now that I've discovered the Hot Logic Mini. Wow, that's great. So I, I think it's a, the Hot Logic Mini is just awesome for people that are are, are working or traveling. Yeah. You know, I think it's really great. Yep, yep, exactly. And I don't know if I mentioned to you, but I do have a hard stop at four. I, I have yeah. a, a training to go to at yeah. four. Okay, yep, we're, we're going to have time to see if there's any more, if you have anybody else has any more questions for Charm, type it in the comments and we will ask them. Yes. And so now you use the Instant Pot. Is that an air fryer? What other appliances do you like to use? <laughs> I've been teased about, <laughs> about my love for appliances. <laughs> I have my, my uh, air fryer. I have two of them, actually. I have my Instant Pot. I use my Vitamix for, you know, just about everything. And see, y'all didn't see me blend up anything to pour it back in something to make a gravy. But I use my um, my Vitamix for blending. So let's say when I cook beans, right, I'll take about a cup or two of those beans, throw them in the Vitamix, blend that up, pour it back in it, and it gives it that creaminess of the beans or a stew or whatever it is that I use that for. And I also use my uh, Vitamix for... Um, um, for smoothies on, on a, you know, smoothies as well. Um, as far as something else that I use regularly for cooking, I think this is it. I, I make my milk. I have a, <laughs> I have an almond cow over there and I have a guest, a house guest who's been with me since, um, since the 4th of July and she, her health has improved tremendously by eating my food. And one day she wanted to make something and she said, oh, we don't have any more almond milk. I said, but I don't buy it. And I went and I grabbed my almond cow and I made her some milk. <laughs> so she goes home, she calls home and says, and she's making milk and she makes chicken nuggets with tofu. And <laughs> I've been thinking about getting that almond cow. So it's that's lovely. I love it. I love it. Also, my Ninja Creamy. Let's not talk about that. Oh, I have that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I love it. You ask. I tell you, I have all kinds of gadgets around here. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think I needed the Creamy. And now it's like if I had to choose which to, what to take with me. <laughs> that Creamy is awesome. It's wonderful. It is. It's a game changer. Do it you is. use it for anything else but ice cream? Now, I, I've only used it for ice cream. I haven't used it for anything else. I understand that you can use it for other things, but yeah. Yeah, I was wondering if you, because you'll probably figure out something anyway <laughs> to, do, to do with that. Wow. Yeah, for those of you that aren't familiar with the Ninja Creamy, that's going to take your nice cream up to the next level. I just had a, a, a bunch of people over to the house that actually are not plant-based, and I... We made up some nice cream ahead of time because you have to freeze your nice cream up ahead of time 24 hours in order to use this machine. Yeah, yeah. And it makes it so that you can actually have scoopable nice yeah. cream, just like you were going out to an ice cream parlor. And I served that to all the guests, and they knew yeah. that I was plant-based, and they weren't. And they they all wanted to come and see that machine. <laughs> it is wonderful. It really is. They were really excited about that. Wow. Yeah. So I'm glad that you shared that with me. Maybe you'll come back on and uh, share share a creamy recipe that you made. Oh, we'll see. Maybe maybe by by the summer or so, there there may be something else going on in my life. <laughs> oh yeah, they, I know. Yeah. Always, have, always have things going on, and that's yeah. so great. And we're going to give you time to talk about how that people can contact you and so forth. But I did want to tell everybody that we had a book giveaway and it was for our previous guest, which was Dr. Akil Tayer. And he's a heart disease reversed. He reverses heart disease and he has this book and we had a book giveaway for that. And I wanted to draw for that book giveaway now so that we can um, show that for the, the people who are, have entered and let's see if we can do that now. So hang on a second, I'm gonna get that on here and we'll see who won. And if you, I'm gonna be having more book giveaways coming up. 
So if you decide that you want to be in a book giveaway, let me know. You go to my website and I'll give that to you in a little bit. And then you can see what future book giveaways I'm going to have. So let's draw now. Well, congratulations, Anita. Yay, you are the winner of this book. And Dr. Akil is going to send that out to you as soon as I give him your contact information, which we do have. And like I said, we do have a lot of different book giveaways. And if you want to be a part of them, just go to my website, thegreenwithamy.com, and, and uh, subscribe to that, and you'll get notifications of any future book giveaways that I might have. And it's been so much fun to, to do this because I love when people win things and people are so excited when they do. So everyone, you know, we applaud by clicking like. So click like and show your appreciation for what Charm shared with us today. And while they're doing that, or you can click a heart, Charm, tell us about what you do and how we can find you on social media. Okay. Um, anyone can find me on social media through Atlanta Creole, uh, which is my alias on social media. I am Atlanta. My YouTube channel is Atlanta Creole. Facebook Atlanta Creole. I'm even on TikTok Atlanta Creole. But my my main job is with the T. Colin Campbell Center for Nutrition Studies. Um, I'm one of the hosts of CNS Kitchen, which is a community of um, people who either follow a whole food plant based diet want to follow a whole food plant, whole food plant based diet, want to learn more about it. It's a wonderful community. We've grown to close to 9,000 members and I'm all over the place in there. So come on in, join CNS Kitchen. We have free cooking classes. We have lots of stuff happening and um, I'd love to see you there. CNSKitchen.NutritionStudies.org. Yes, and we will definitely put that in the show notes as well so that people can have a link to that because it, that is such a wonderful resource to have. It really is. Well, Charm, I mean, your Atlanta Creole twist on potatoes makes me want to get right in the kitchen and start up my Instant Pot. And we're going to have those recipes available for everybody in the show notes. And Charm, for somebody that... Um, has never adopted this lifestyle or maybe they really should be taking it up a notch. What's your final take home message for our green warriors? Um, start small. Don't think about what you have to give up. Just add, add more vegetables, add more potatoes. Um, you know, just add more of the things that you need to have in your diet and hopefully it'll crowd out those things that you don't need in your your diet. Uh, many people who are just starting, they just start with trying to stay away from processed food, the junk, the, all of that kind of stuff. So again, start small and be kind to yourself. No one is 100% perfect 100% of the time. Do your best. And if you don't do as well as you want to in one minute, you'll do better the next. I like that one. That's right, because you always you always get the next minute or the next meal or whatever it is. You can just, just keep going. Don't don't let that knock you down. That's a wonderful yeah. thing to say. Green Warriors, tell us what you're going to remember. Type it in the comments because we learned a lot of good tips today and, and we learned a lot of great recipes. So tell us in the comments what you're going to remember. And I also wanted to thank Just Test Voice because she did the promo. She did the voiceover. She is just the wheels in motion behind the scenes that gets the word out for everybody and makes it so much fun for me to do this show. And Just Test Voice, tell us who's coming up next. Are you ready to transform your daily routine from sedentary to sensational? Say goodbye to excuses and hello to a healthier you with ChairFit Bands, Tubes and Beyond with fitness instructor Angela Faschetti of Boomer and Beyond Wellness. Join in on Wednesday, November 22nd, 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Be Green with Amy Live. And if you'd like to join me and Charm with my sign off and my tagline, are you ready, Charm? Yeah. 
Okay, until I see all of you again, remember, be strong. Be strong. Be well. Be well. And be green. green. <laughs> Thank you, Green Warriors. Thank you, Charm. You're welcome. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Now you can listen to Be Green with Amy expert interviews wherever you go. Listen while walking, meal prepping, or traveling. Find Be Green with Amy on Apple, Google, Alexa, Amazon, or virtually anywhere you find podcasts. Be strong, be well, and be green with 